Alright, I am recording. You're listening to Not Quiet, Just Thinking, the podcast where I tell my story in the hopes that it can inspire you to share yours as well. Welcome back, everyone, or welcome if it's your first time listening. This is Not Quiet, Just Thinking, and I'm your host, Gabby. Today's episode is really exciting for me because it is the first episode that I am going to be filming in addition to just recording the audio. So if you would prefer to watch the episode, you can head over to my YouTube channel, which is linked in the episode description, or you can just go on to YouTube and type in Gabby Fry, and you should find it. (laughs) I hope to do this more in the future because I think that this will give me another medium to tell my story and get my content out there in the world. I'm not sure if every episode will be filmed, but obviously I'll keep you updated as more episodes are put out. This also takes me into my next announcement, and that is that I am starting a YouTube channel, which is something I have wanted to do for such a long time. I can't believe that I'm actually doing it. It's it's just a dream come true. I'm so excited. I want to continue talking about mental health, but I also want to use it as a space to explore my passion for the paranormal. I'll be posting ghost investigations and history about haunted locations and all different things like that. I honestly don't have it all worked out. I'm just kind of starting and seeing where it goes, which is, I think, a beautiful thing. There will be a new video posted every single Friday, so you can head over there and uh, see a new side of me, I think. It's just, um, it's kind of refueling my passion. I expressed uh, in the last episode that I was facing some burnout, and I think that was impacting my motivation to do my podcast and to write and, and all the things that I love. So I decided to fight back by taking on something new and, and reminding myself why I'm here. That being said, I decided that today I want to come back and talk about anxiety and depression. I honestly didn't know that I would talk about this so soon, um, and I also didn't know that I would talk about these topics together because they're obviously really different and huge discussions, and and I could probably write a book about each of these challenges as separate pieces of my life, but I think the most important thing and the thing that isn't talked about as much is how they interact and how that that makes it really hard. (laughs) This is a continuation of me telling my story about mental health and the specific challenges I faced. A couple weeks ago, I did an episode about OCD, which is where I was really starting going in depth with that and starting at the very beginning, which was when I noticed that something was wrong and wanted to learn about it and get help. Um, Yeah, and OCD was easier to talk about in a way because it's something I'm not really facing anymore. But that also made it harder. You know, those fears were really, really intense. And I can look at them now and and think that they're irrational and stupid even. But but I think they were important to talk about. And bringing them up again really reminded me of the root of everything that I face and the challenges that I go through. And that is a fear of the unknown. I become really anxious about things I can't control. And when I was younger, that came out in repeated actions. But now that looks different. And it has looked different over the last couple of years. And I finally feel like I've gotten to a place where I 
am excited by the unknown. I'm excited by taking on new projects and moving to new places and and doing things that I can't control. Obviously, there's still fear there, but I've learned a lot and I've gotten stronger and really embraced embraced who I am along the way. So, that is what I want to talk about today and that is the focus of this episode. Obviously, my mental health brought me here, brought me to telling my story and it brought me to being a creative person who's working to have an impact on the world. So I want to look at my struggle in that light and and also just put it out there that this isn't something I overcame. I'm still struggling and there are still days where anything feels impossible for me. That is the reality of mental health. One day we can be fine and the next we're not. And that's okay. So if you're struggling, you're not alone. And I hope that what I have to say today can help you, whether our struggles look similar or not. But either way, again, you're not alone. And we're in this together. You are only made stronger by your struggles. And there's hope. My anxiety has always been more physical than anything, which is an aspect of mental health that isn't really discussed enough. Obviously, there are thought patterns and thought spirals even that cause a lot of mental pain, uh, but, but there is a physical side to it. And for me, that has always been the hardest thing because it's something I feel as though I can't work through. You know, the mental, the thoughts and the negative feelings, I have a process that I've found that helps me cope with that. But physically, it's just, it's harder to get out of that space. When I feel anxious, I most oftentimes feel nauseous to the point where I've even been physically sick solely because of anxiety. I get dizzy Uh, I feel either really hot or really cold, just those, like, overwhelming, almost, like, feverish feelings. Um, My heart rate speeds up a lot, and I just, because of that, I feel like there's a lot of energy in my body, but I'm also, like, too, too physically and emotionally overwhelmed to release it in any way. I feel lightheaded, which goes along with the dizziness. Um, I get headaches, sometimes even migraines, and it's all tied to my anxiety. I actually, I went to the doctor one time with a huge list of things that I was feeling and it ended up turning into a conversation about anxiety. And like I said, it's, it makes it harder to tame or control in any way because I, I just get trapped in that feeling and it comes about at times where I don't even really know I'm anxious. Like, I'll be at a restaurant with my friends or family and I don't really feel anxious. I feel comfortable and I'm having a good time, but just the stimulation of everyone being around me makes me a little bit anxious and my heart rate will pick up and I'll suddenly feel really, really hot and dizzy and it's sort of like the room is spinning around me and I feel very detached from the situation I'm in and I oftentimes have to get up and leave the table because I just I feel really sick 
And that's happened in restaurants for a long time since I have been a kid that's happened and it happens occasionally now as well. So just even like going out to dinner has been a hard thing, but it's something I love to do and is an example of how my anxiety has controlled me. In my OCD episode, I talked about my my challenges during quarantine. And obviously that was a time when we were all really, really struggling because we were in this time that was so unexpected. And at that time, there was like really nothing we could do about it. We were just trapped in our homes and there wasn't a vaccine at that time. Like there was just no hope that we were ever getting out of it. And it was just a really scary time. Um, And for me, I... I was at home in my bed a lot, just not really having any distractions from what I was feeling and kind of took me into a new chapter of my mental health journey. And that was my depression. I honestly, looking back, like, I think I did deal with aspects of depression before, but this was when I really noticed how my anxiety and depression were interacting. I was feeling anxious because of everything going on in the world and because I didn't have anything to distract me from the normal stressors and thoughts that I had. So I'm at home feeling all those physical things that are really overwhelming and and debilitating, honestly. And that was at the same time when I'm, you know, it's the summer before my senior year, so I'm looking at college, I'm talking about moving away and what do I want to do with the rest of my life? All these really big things that bring anxiety. And I began asking myself, am I ever able to even go to college? How am I going to move away and be around new people in a new place trying to make my dreams into reality? How am I going to be doing that and dealing with all of that? without being overcome by these feelings. If I'm feeling it now, when I'm in my bedroom just watching TV all day, how am I ever gonna go to college? How am I ever in the future gonna move to LA and be a writer? There's just all those questions that I kept asking myself and I I didn't know the answer. The only answer I was able to come up with at that time was, I can't. I began to feel like, I was never going to be the person I wanted to be. I was never going to be able to accomplish the things I dreamed of. And that's really when the depression hit. The interaction between my anxiety and depression is a really important aspect of my story. And that's kind of what I've been facing over the last couple of years. That's not to say I've been stuck in my bed feeling terrible all the time and I am getting better. As I said, I feel like I'm in a really good place now, but but it is there and it's a part of part of my daily life and a part of what I have to work through. It could be me feeling really anxious about social situations and, and not wanting to put myself out there with friends or get to know new people just because there is anxiety surrounding that. But then on the flip side, feeling so incredibly lonely and lost and just like I have no place in the world. Another interaction between anxiety and depression is me feeling 
like I'm not doing enough and what I am doing isn't good enough and genuinely hating myself for not accomplishing more, putting pressure on myself to be doing more and be doing better and planning out every second of my day, but at the same time being so emotionally exhausted that I can't bring myself to do anything else. Those are the realities of these challenges. Whatever they are, they infiltrate our life and they impact who we are. And and that's really hard. It's, It's hard to be in that situation, however severe, and feel as though there's a way out or there's any hope for change. I know in quarantine, I didn't. (laughs) I only looked at online colleges for a couple months because I thought that was all I'd ever be capable of. I didn't think I'd ever be able to move away. I never, ever anticipated I would be starting a podcast. I never thought that I would be able to survive my mom being sick. I would have never thought I'd be here. When you're facing anxiety and depression, it's a constant battle in your mind. It's a constant state of chaos, just back and forth of how you're feeling. And I think within that, I lost myself. I didn't know where I existed in that space. And it's just been this constant journey of trying to find clarity and trying to figure out who I am amongst all of that. (laughs) For a long time, I felt like there was so much noise that it wasn't even worth trying to scream. And I don't really know how I got past that. I don't. And I, I wish I could like give you the how-to guide, but it comes with, it comes with small things. It comes with small changes and small accomplishments. And that's why I want to really start celebrating the smaller things I'm able to accomplish because that's how you get to the bigger changes. It's a fight. It really is. And I think the first step I took toward fighting for myself was applying to Columbia University. I obviously didn't get in. I had a whole episode about how that's my dream school and I didn't get in, but that was me realizing I want to go to college in a big city. I want to be surrounded by lots of other people who value academics and are passionate about the same things that I am. And that's not to say anything negative about online school. Obviously, if you want to do that, that's a great option for you. But but I wanted to be on a campus. I wanted to be in that academic space. And also as a film major, I wanted to have hands-on experience with cameras and audio equipment and lighting and all of that. And I wanted to have the confidence that I could move to Los Angeles one day. I wanted to meet new people. I wanted that and I knew that deep down, but I limited myself to only looking at online schools. But when I decided that I wasn't going to let that control me anymore and I submitted my application to Columbia, that was the first step. And since then, it's been a series of fighting for that. Like I said, I can't tell you exactly how to do that. But I think it comes from embracing your struggle. And when I say embracing, I don't mean accepting where you are and giving up trying to go anywhere else. Embracing the fact that 
you are becoming stronger because of what you're going through. You're learning more about yourself. You are finding the power and the light within your soul and and using that to fight for yourself. Fighting for yourself looks like looks different to each person based on where you are in your life right now. That's okay. And that's just something important to recognize. I mean, obviously we think of getting help with our mental health as going to therapy. That's an incredibly important aspect of this conversation and I I will forever fight to end the stigma of going to therapy. But fighting for yourself could also be writing in a journal. It could be going for a walk because you know that's something that brings you peace and clarity. For me, fighting for myself is doing this, sitting down in front of a microphone and telling you things I never thought I would tell anyone. Because I am really passionate about this and I hope that me telling my story will genuinely encourage you to tell yours as well and create a space on social media for vulnerability and authenticity, which I truly believe the media lacks in a lot of ways. I also think that us telling our stories will bring about awareness and bring attention to topics that just aren't discussed very much and are discussed with a a sort of negative connotation. Fighting looks like embracing my strength and taking control, changing the narrative, even if to this day, I have those moments where I think, how am I ever going to be the person I want to be because of my anxiety? I'm sorry if this episode is a little all over the place. And I just, I wanted to say these things because for me, the main lesson that came out of my anxiety and my depression and my mental health journey as a whole is your challenges, the challenges you face make you stronger. Your struggles make you stronger. I said at the beginning, I never thought I would be here. Well, I didn't, but I am because of what I've been through and everything to this point has made me who I am. Even if it's something that was really hard to experience. I've talked a lot on here about how I love books and movies and TV shows and all of that creative media because obviously that's what I want my job to be. But I want to tell you about my favorite book, which is The Hunger Games. I read that in middle school and I I don't know why I became so obsessed with it, but I did. I was absolutely obsessed, read all the books in probably about a month. I watched all the movies over and over again. I did school projects about it. All of that. I I genuinely loved that series and franchise. Um, and looking back, I think it's because of Katniss. It was really exciting to see a female character take all the challenges thrown at her and face them with bravery and strength and how that ended up creating such a a powerful story, but also it changed the world. The Hunger Games by Susan Collins not only taught me the power of a great story and encouraged me to reflect the human experience through fiction, but it encouraged me to face my struggles 
with bravery. I want to leave you today by saying, go into the unknown with an open mind, brave heart, and a passionate soul. There are so many things in this world that we can't control. Um, obviously, we know that more now than ever with the recent events in the news and and everything that weighs on us and brings us a sense of heaviness and dread for each day, honestly. But we must face these things with bravery because that's how we become stronger and it's how we influence real change in our world. I hope you heard something in today's episode that can help you in some way. And if you watched the episode on YouTube, uh, I hope you enjoyed seeing it in addition to listening. Uh, please let me know what you think. I'd also love to hear any ideas you have for my YouTube channel, if there's anything you'd like to see, if you like vlogs, if you like the sit down, talk to the camera videos, whatever, let me know. I'm really open to any new ideas and I'm just so excited to get started with that project. And I'm so excited to have all of you here at the start with me. Thanks again, everyone. I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you soon. Bye.